On the May 14th Sports Around the Horizon episode, we'll talk about the LA Rams unveil new uniforms. Sports can return to Florida, NBA feeling optimistic they can return in the summer, and much more. The LA Rams unveiled new uniforms on Twitter Wednesday. This continues the rebranding which started back in 2016 when they moved from St. Louis to LA with new and updated stadium. Then earlier this offseason they had updated their logo and their colors. Their colors originally were navy blue, gold, and white, but have changed to what they are calling Rams Royal, Sol, and Bone. After updating all of that, they decided to update their new uniforms. As of now, the Rams have dedicated a home and away jersey and only have two uniforms. Many players are pleased with the new unis, including players like Andrew Whitworth saying, I really like the color combos and I think our uniforms are going to be the best in the league. But they aren't the only team that have changed their uniforms for 2020, as seven other teams have already updated their jerseys. Those being the Rams, Browns, Colts, Patriots, Falcons, Bucks, and their neighbor, Chargers. LA Chargers center Mike Pouncey has been cleared from the doctors to play the 2020 season in the fall. Last season he injured his neck in week 5 and was placed on injured reserve. During this season he underwent neck surgery so he could play in 2020. The LA Chargers are starting a new era with new uniforms, new stadiums, and two new quarterbacks. Pouncey has been in good spirits and is confident the Chargers will make the postseason next year. During a conference call on Wednesday, Pouncey said, I feel great. It's still a process coming back from neck surgery, so I'm just in rehab stages. But yes, if I was, if you were able to ask the doctors that did my surgery, I've been cleared to play. Mike has also stated that he's very confident in both Justin Herbert and Tyrod Taylor. I really believe in Tyrod. I think he's a guy that's proven himself in the league. He's a baller. Everyone is seeing it and being a part of the team last year. Pouncey said, and a guy like Justin Herbert drafting him in the first round, you see the potential that he has. He's a big kid, big arm, and if you ever watched him throughout his college career, you know he's very explosive throwing the football and running. Pouncey has been training for the last month for the upcoming season. Even though the state of California is under a state at home order until at least through the summer, he's ready to get one. He's ready to get back whenever that will be. So we're all professionals. If we have to move to a different state or a different city to be able to get back to work and help feed our families, then I'm sure a lot of guys and most of the guys would be up for it. The NFL also has extended their virtual offseason through the end of May. Pouncey is a four-time Pro Bowler and will be the leader of a very young Chargers team with de- departures including Philip Rivers, Melvin Gordon, and Russell Okun. Before we dive into some more awesome sports topics, I'd like to tell you about Anchor. If you haven't heard anything about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Can't go wrong with that. And guess what? There's even creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. That's not all, though. Anchor will even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It keeps on getting better, though. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, let's get back to the show. The NBA and executives are confident that the season could resume in the summer after hearing news that Arizona and Florida are allowing sports leagues to reopen starting this Saturday. Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA, was on a conference call with league owners, health officials, and team executives. 
sources also confirmed that Silver had talked with the players' union about the optimism of allowing NBA to play some games in the summer. Before the NBA can start playing games again, they would have to reach an agreement with the players' union. The players' union director Michelle Roberts and President Chris Paul, member of the Oklahoma City Thunder, want to have a plan in place for health and safety. They want to be able to feel comfortable playing and not have a league shut down again. The NBA's goal is to have every team in the league be able to return to practice facilities. At the moment, 22 of the 30 NBA teams will be allowed in their practice facilities starting May 18th. Silver is feeling optimistic about the season, but believes if health officials think they need to scrap the season, they will. One of the questions on the conference call was about the bubble isolation plan. Silver quoted by saying, like a campus environment, the NBA is still looking into possibly having a 16-team playoff similar to how the NCAA tournament is run. The league also wants to have a majority of the teams tested before they can start playing again. The NBA is looking at other leagues like the CBA, the Lea Liga, and the Premier League outside of North America. Many sources are confirmed the NBA is heavily considering Orlando and Las Vegas as potential sites for the rest of the 2019-2020 season. Fall sports are in jeopardy of being delayed or quite possibly canceled. Of course, football coaches are doing everything they can to have a football season. However, Pac-12 football coaches believe that the NCAA should have a uniform start date, meaning that all college sports begin at the same time. Coach Jimmy Lake of Washington said, I am an opinion it would be great if the NCAA made a blanket rule for the whole nation of when we would start. And I understand some states may be less hit than this by most. The NCAA should step in and say, okay, here's the date when everyone can start. This would mean that if even if colleges in the Midwest or everywhere else opens, unless all colleges are open, then no sporting events would be played. Coach Jim Harbaugh was on the Dan Patrick Show yesterday and made it very apparent that he did not agree with that idea. When asked if it would still be okay for some schools to go ahead and play, even if some states may not allow it, he said, I could see that. I'd be more for that in saying, if all can't play, then nobody plays. I've never been a fan of that kind of thinking. However, he is in a state that has plenty of restrictions in place, and he didn't. He did make mention that it would be up to state officials to allow them to head back to the gym and whatnot. According to ESPN, Mark Emmert, the president of NCA, said yesterday, normally there's agreed upon state date for every sport every season, but under the circumstances, not that's all been derailed by the pandemic. It won't be the conferences that can do that either. It'll be the local and state health officials that say whether or not you can open and play football with fans. He then said there are localized decisions. Local campuses have to decide. Are we opening up? Are we bringing students back to play sports? The NCAA doesn't mandate that, nor should it. The schools themselves have to make those choices. This leads many to believe that from what the president said, there could be several schools sitting out during the college football season. Like most other leagues, the PGA Tour has been on a hiatus for the last three months. They expect to return on June 11th at the Charles Schwab Challenge in Fort Worth, Texas. However, the event will be played with no fans despite Texas reopening two weeks ago. 
The PGA Tour guidelines are as follows. They send a 37-page memo to the players. First and foremost, there will be no spectators at any events for the next month. The John Deere Classic Illinois is scheduled for the first golf event with fans. There will be many strict social distancing rules that require caddies and golfers to be six feet apart from each other most times. The PGA Tour knows that golfers and caddies will not be able to do this all the time, but would like them to follow as much as they can. Another big rule by the tour will be they will not announce if a player tests positive for COVID-19. However, if a player announces he tested positive, he will be forced to withdraw from the event. Every player will be tested at the beginning of the week. The PGA Tour roughly has about 25 international players who are living outside the United States. The tour has not yet found the logistics to be able to bring all the players to the event. Players such as Tommy Fleetwood, Francisco Molinari, Adam Scott, and Justin Rose. Once the players arrive, they will be forced to quarantine for 14 days before the event. Andy Levinson stated, We are working with the federal government to facilitate the return of players and caddies who are currently residing outside the United States. And we're optimistic that's going to occur. The PGA Tour is planning on not slashing the purse. The winner of the event will win $7.5 million. On Tuesday, Arizona announced that pro sports leagues like the NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL, and the MLS could be played without fans. Wednesday, it was reported that Florida will also allow pro sports leagues in the state without fans. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis said sports are essential and people need something to forget about for a few hours during the pandemic. More and more states could follow Arizona, Florida, and Texas's plan to have live sporting events without fans in the stands. He will allow the leagues to practice and play during this time. The Miami Heat currently have returned to practice facilities on Wednesday, but only four are allowed at each side of the court. DeSantis said on Wednesday, What would I tell commissioners of the league is, if you have a team in the area that just won't let them operate, we'll find a place for you here in the state of Florida. DeSantis allowed the UFC 249 to host their big event in Jacksonville, Florida, and the WWE is still going without fans in Orlando. Another top event that's going on in Florida in the month of May will be the Champions for Charity match. Tiger Woods and Peyton Manning will square off versus Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson. When asked why he's allowing sports to return the state, he said, Our people are starved to have some of this back in our lives. I think we can certainly do it in a way that's safe. Following UFC 249, live sports was back in action with a fight night in the very same arena. To begin the main card, Michael Johnson, who was winning his fight, got surprised when he ended up getting submitted by his opponent, Figo Moises. Moises then called Anthony Pettis out, but Pettis isn't going to mess around with some of his rank. Heavyweight Andre Arvalowski defeated Philip Lenz in a close split decision. Then in the bantamweight division, former challenger Borg was defeated by the up-and-coming rookie Simone in another split decision that was packed with plenty of action that includes lots of heavy hitting from Borg. In the end, Simeon took the fight right after he finished with seven takedowns to score several points. Moving to the lightweight and most talented division, the unranked Drew Dober beats 15th ranked Alexander the Great and will become ranked come Monday morning. Though he was unranked, he was still the favorite, but Drew came in very well conditioned and was able to stay off the ground. He was then able to land several hard punches before getting the knockout. While not much to write home about, Avance St. Prue fought up by weight class but lost to the veteran heavyweight Big Ben, the Kenosha King. Now to the main event. The light heavyweight 
fight was a tale of two halves. The 40-year-old and 8th-ranked Tashira started off slow and methodical. The 4th-ranked Anthony Smith came out a guns a-blazing about one and a half rounds. That's when Smith seemed to lose stamina and when Tashira landed some hard punches to get him off balance. Many thought the fight was about to be called, but Smith did enough to land to last until the 5th round. Before the 5th though, you could see Smith didn't want to go back out. He even complained to his coaches that he was losing teeth. The veteran from Brazil was able to take control once again, and even though he tried to submit him, since no one had submitted Smith, he ended up getting the TKO when his opponent couldn't return any punches and the refs called it. This was an amazing fight by the 40-year-old who has now won four in a row and is looking for another title shot. Thanks for listening to the 7-Eleven Sports Podcast, your top seven sports stories of the day in just 11 minutes. Don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe, and check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.